today we're going to talk about the copious grip and the recruitment dentistry. So welcome to Profile 3 TV and today we're joined by Caddy McCurry from the Copious Group. So thank you very much for coming in and chatting to us today. No problem, Kieran. Uh, you wouldn't mind telling us a little bit about yourself and the Copious Group as well? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I'm the commercial director for, for the Copious Group based here in Belfast. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we are traditionally, I suppose, seen as a, a mainstream recruitment agency. Mm -hmm. And um, we have been in operation now about um, 10 years. I joined the company about three years ago. Mm -hmm. But um, I came into recruitment in a very long roundabout way, I have to say. And I think up until probably recent years, that was the way most people got into recruitment. People didn't necessarily see it as a sort of a, a career, as such a professional career. But um, my background was I originally trained as an accountant and um, found it a wee bit too boring for me, I have to say. And uh, by sort of default, then got into financial services mm -hmm. and went from there to I was actually interviewed for a job. Um, through a recruitment agency in town here and the lady that owned the agency actually offered me a job. So it was sort of an opportunity to um, you know, work with people every day, which I love to do. Um, it was a bit of a step change from my sort of career at, up to that point. Mm -hmm. and, and I thought it was a good challenge. Um, so I did that and then progressed from there. Um, I uh, moved on to a larger company a couple of years after mm -hmm. who had fairly uh, you know, big ambitions to grow their business and wanted to sort of bring people on board that had sort of similar ambition, I guess. And um, I was with them for 17 years and uh, became the managing director after sort of progressing through the years. And, you know, it was a 120 million turnover business. Uh, we employed 700 people worldwide. And um, I was very lucky because the, the two shareholders that owned that business were very supportive, particularly at the time, of women. And developing women and our actually recruitment traditionally is quite male dominated if you look at the UK landscape but in Northern Ireland it's actually quite heavily female orientated and um, as I say they championed women in the workplace and um, put, you know put a good bit behind developing um, you know the female workforce in, in particular and give them lots of opportunity and I was just very lucky they looked after me I loved them um, we had fantastic time growing the business we were you know operating out of the Middle East and um, South America Ireland um, and you know it as I said this sort of it, it just grew from there and then um, sadly one of the shareholders passed away and it was sort of timing really for me was I'd always had in the back of my mind maybe um, you know doing something on my own opening my own business and working for myself and um, you know and I think that comes from my, my dad worked for himself and his father worked for himself himself so um, I just saw that, that as an opportunity maybe to make a change and um, and as a result then I um, stepped away and, and set up my own agency here in Belfast and even though the company that I'd worked for were um, operating on the generalist recruitment space, mm. um, we were quite niche. We developed um, you know, a niche area in terms of the oil and gas sector in particular. Wow. And um, you know, with great fun doing that, of course, you know, great working for yourself. Not so good when it comes to paying the bills every month and no salary, <laughs> but uh, that's how it goes sometimes. And um, I guess we had, uh, we had some challenges because of the downturn in the oil and gas market. And uh, because we we're quite a new business at that stage, we we're only operating about 18 months. Um, we had, uh, we really were faced with either sort of completely reinventing ourselves mm -hmm. or looking to where other opportunities were. And at that time, um, an opportunity within the copious group presented itself. Um, who they had been doing stuff in, in a little bit within power generation, sort of slightly aligned oil and gas uh, in a different in a different way. 
and there was definitely sort of a bit of synergy between my experience and background and that of some of my team uh, with what they were trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, um, you know, it had been quite a successful business, uh, but the owner at that time recognised that there was you know, good opportunity for growth, mm -hmm. but needed somebody to come in and help develop the strategy to make that happen. Yeah. And um, and as a result, you know, I joined the company, and as I say, that was three years ago. So I haven't looked back since, I have to say. Uh, we've had a fantastic ride, um, and Copious basically now is more as, you know, developed a five-year strategy and business plan, and uh, we're, we're sort of three years into that, and it's been going very, very well. So essentially, we are a, a recruitment provider uh, manpower provider, I guess, uh, but also now uh, a subcontractor. Oh. So our key focus uh, in terms of the industry sectors in which we provide staff are in um, oil and gas, renewables, um, sort of engineering, construction, um, that sort of thing. Uh, so typically we would uh, supply um, personnel into projects and construction, maintenance, um, operational support and stuff like that and it's typically engineering that's broadly you know probably 85 to 90 percent of our, our personnel would be in engineering so so we support projects all over the world uh, we do very little work here in, in Northern Ireland uh, most of our customer base is based out of mainland Europe and um, so you know we work out of uh, we have a, an office in uh, the United States so we do some work there and um, we're in Belgium Germany Holland, we, you know, a large proportion of our work comes out of out of Holland, and um, we do work in uh, Sweden, Switzerland. So it's sort of takes us all over the place, which is great. Um, I have to say, and you know, we have a great team in Belfast that are really the sort of the central hub of delivering services to our customers. Um, so we get a chance to work with really, um, you know, interesting companies. You know, we've um, supported projects for the likes of Google. Uh, BP, ExxonMobil uh, and companies like that, Facebook uh, would be another example. So we get a, a good chance to, to work with some major players across the world. Incredible. And obviously mm -hmm. your commercial background is perfect for the role then that you stepped into. Well, sort of, yes. It's a bit of jack of all trades, I think, <laughs> Kieran, I have to say, That's because fair. obviously you're, you're, it's, a, it's a title which is very broad because the job itself is very broad. You know, you're um, looking at everything from sort of, you know, business strategy to resourcing, to staffing, to training, uh, marketing, um, obviously sales. Client development will be one of the big focuses for me now, I have to say. And, um, you know, building those relationships. And that's very much a personal thing that we do. We have a big focus on, you know, um, building personal relationships with our customers. You know, a high proportion of our business, both from a candidate perspective and from a, a client perspective, mm -hmm. comes from referrals. And that's all because of the sort of the relationships that we build with the, the, the workers that, that we work with, our mm -hmm. contractors, and obviously our clients. So, Lucky for me, that involves a good bit of, bit of travelling. <laughs> I have to say, yeah. so I'm never housed. Offices. Yeah, never housed, as my mother would say. Um, so yeah, I get a chance to travel um, everywhere, and um, you know, as I say, meet some really interesting people. And it's a very interesting sector. You know, we work in some very interesting sectors as well. And you know, you bring back down to even just you know um, the current situation, even with Brexit and how that might affect our business and, and stuff like that. And that's the key topic a lot of our customers are talking about at the moment. You know, so um, in some ways we we see opportunity and disadvantage, of course. But uh, you know, we're just you know planning, you know, for uh, all eventualities and and keep working away in the meantime. You know, as I'm sure most businesses are here. Yeah. You know.
change the things you can change and don't worry exactly. about exactly so yes uh -huh. uh -huh. totally right. uh-huh yes a exactly good, good yeah. uh, frame of mind mm -hmm. amazing so and the Belfast team then Mm -hmm. So uh, you do all, all or a lot of the operations from here then? 90% of the operations are out of Belfast, yes. Uh -huh. cool. So we have a really good team. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them have been with the company a long time. Some some obviously came and joined when I joined. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we are expanding. We're hoping to double our team next year. Uh, the business has grown. It's, it's revenues over the last couple of years, you know, 40% consistently. Uh, we aim to double it next year. So we have a, an ambitious growth plan. And, um, you know, as, as we can see it, there's just even more opportunities. The, the market's very buoyant in, in the sector that we, we are in. Yep. And, um, you know, our customers are continuing to grow. And, and that's only positive for us. And obviously, so it's the, the engineering sector, so it's IT as well? As part no, of we actually don't really do, do anything oil, in IT. Oil, uh, oil and uh, gas, renewables? Yes, yeah, so it would wow. be typically, um, you know, it could be anything from electrical personnel to mechanical personnel, mm -hmm. sort of Incredible. across the board. So you see, mm -hmm. a, see a surgeons in the technology there, renewable mm -hmm. energy, the cars, all, all yes, the uh -huh. industry is, as you mm -hmm. say. Yeah, oh, it's growing, yes. Uh -huh, you know, and it's actually the, the fast-paced track in which that particular industry is growing is outstripping most other um, across the globe you know so um, it, it's a positive thing for us and again because whilst and probably similar to a lot of businesses in Northern Ireland whilst we're based here most of our market is export market whether it's goods or services or, or whatever you know your, your business is so in a way that gives us some resilience to market trends in particular geographies you know and that's obviously a positive thing um, one of the good things I guess for us is that you know our product is people mm -hmm. and um, you know British and Irish workers in particular have a very strong positive reputation for being you know technically very competent educationally very good um, you know sort of general aptitude to work uh, you know is very positive so therefore our international customers like us providing that you know those, those sorts of workers you know and and that's again a testament to sort of the caliber of people coming out of northern ireland that's incredible so, you, mm -hmm. so a lot of the people you placed in are from from here or from yes uh-huh yeah uh -huh. um i would say 95 percent of the people that we work with are british or irish workers yeah incredible mm -hmm. so you're yeah. exporting talent all exactly around the world. homegrown talent Bu yes uh -huh. building yes. building the world <laughs> yeah and, and exactly yeah i'm sure exactly. taking experience uh -huh. back here as well well so. that's the other thing yeah. you know and obviously you know most of the people that we are working with, you know, their, their, their salary levels would be relatively high. They're coming back home. They're spending that in the localised yeah. marketplace. So that's all good, I guess, for not just for Copious, but for, for Northern Ireland. No, t totally. Because again, I, I, as I mentioned, I had 11 years in the road, but yes, back home uh -huh. as well. But the experience uh -huh. and, and uh, the education we got on the road and different of course, cultures yes, and everything uh -huh, was uh, yeah. amazing. So uh, helping us grow our, our, our business as well mm -hmm. online. Yes. It's changing oh, it is everything. Truly. Yes. Uh -huh. So in recruitment and in your your own business, how mm -hmm. how are you adapting to? Oh online? my goodness! And I guess probably for me, now I've been in recruitment twenty years. So you've seen, um, you've seen loads of change. I've seen loads of change. Loads of change. Um, and particularly probably in the last five to seven years, the development of sort of online, particularly social media. Um, now that said, it has changed and probably driven efficiency. In a lot of ways, mm -hmm. um, that would be the core thing, I guess. Um, then, in, in addition to that, uh, how you interact with both your candidate and your client has probably changed. Maybe more so with the candidate marketplace. Mm -hmm. And I would say this is true for most agencies, whatever market you're operating in. Mm -hmm. um, so, but the thing that hasn't changed, I guess, is the personal mm -hmm. approach. 
and at the end of the day you know you can tick any box you can fill any form online you can you know go through any screening process uh, but ultimately in 90% of businesses it all comes down to people you know and and for us you know that personal interaction with people is really important now that can be through Skype or on the phone or, or whatever you know mm -hmm. but uh, the sort of the development of online has sort of changed the way in which you interact slightly but it hasn't replaced it I guess and as I say it's driven efficiencies within our business for sure um, and it you know it has brought challenges um, as well because you're trying to keep ahead of the curve in terms of um, where you know the online technology. trends are going and technologies and stuff like that particularly for because we're still a relatively small business so we don't have maybe the budgets that some other larger companies would have to invest in, in mm. technology so we have to utilize um, what we've got to the best of our ability and, but that's the beauty I guess about some of the the online platforms and um, you know is that you can do a lot on a small budget yes. you know um, so I guess maybe that's a long way of trying to answer your question. No, but, um, but it, <laughs> and, no, see, and, and thinking of, because obviously we've all seen, we, and every business, no matter what business you're in, if you're mm -hmm. retail, like look at what's happening in the mm -hmm, retail sector, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they did not adapt well to the, the challenges or the, the inputs yes, from the, uh -huh. the, the online competition. But even mm -hmm. in recruitment, there is online competitors coming in. Oh, but absolutely. Particularly, like, um, you know, um, there's a lot of job boards and, and, and similar, you know. But they don't have the personal... Touch. That's exactly it. Do you know what I mean? And like even you know some of the big you look at maybe some of the big major uh, tech firms mm -hmm. that have would typically have maybe a five interview process, and but out of that five interview process, three out of five of those stages are still face to face. So and that's the big technology firms you know that you would expect to be primarily recruiting through online methods. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's used a lot and in, in a lot of instances. For, for sourcing and initial screening Screen. and stuff like that, yeah. you know. But in terms of coming to the point of hire and job offer and onboarding, mm -hmm. that's still very much in the people's space, you know. And I guess that's where there's an element of our type of industry will never go away, no, you no, know. No um, but the other thing would be from a candidate perspective, I guess if you're a job seeker, mm -hmm. you know, there's so many more opportunities open to you now because you know, of online mechanisms, whether it's through YouTube or Google or any of these sorts of um, search engines. And um, you know, if you look back to maybe even when 20 years ago, when I would have been looking for a job, you were in the, you know, you were ringing people through the yellow pages. You were in the Belfast Telegraph and the main main um, newspapers. Yes. You know, and um, now people can get job opportunities all over the world. Um, you know, just from sitting in the comfort of their, their own home. Mm -hmm. And I guess mobile technology plays a big part in that. Yeah, and we would even see that ourselves, you know. Um, so I would say, you know, the accessibility of people being able to use mobile technology on the go um, has, has shifted again in terms of even just for simplifying job applications, making jobs more accessible to them, uh, bringing them a little bit closer to the employer. Um, and, and now the candidate market or the job seeker market, they're looking for different things than what they would have been looking for sort of 10 years ago and 20 mm -hmm. years ago, you know. And... Um, you know, the likes of online video, for example, gives companies an opportunity to showcase themselves mm -hmm. to those job seekers mm -hmm. in a way they wouldn't have had a chance to before, you know. Amazing. And do you think, when you mentioned video, uh, do you think that it'll come to the stage where applications will be done more by video? Oh yeah, it's, it's happening now, you know, yes, it's happening wow. now. I think, you know, out of, out of the... One, there was a major um, survey done there recently and off the top of my head I think it was 30% of uh, job applications were submitted by video 
to that profile of um, job roles. So, so it's being done now. It will continue to be a growing trend. Um, but again, it'll never replace the face-to-face, you know. No, and that's an, uh, when you're describing the process there, I'm thinking of our own process and bringing mm-hmm. content in. You're right to use the, the application as a screen. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then from that, we pick up the phone mm-hmm. and talk. And then yes. from that, then we do the face-to-face, but mm-hmm. you can't. You can't beat meeting someone face to face to see if there's actually a fit, a natural fit. Well, exactly. A chat. Uh-huh. Just yeah, can't beat exactly. So. Although it's interesting because we utilise a video um, in our own interview process wow. um, for for some of our clients, and um, you know we have a group of people job seekers or, or contract workers that actually are very uncomfortable with video. Um, but maybe today, but uh, you know, so you're asking maybe there'll be set questions and they're responding to those questions. And um, you know, they maybe don't necessarily get a chance to fully articulate a comprehensive answer because yeah. they're nervous or, you know, they maybe think they're running out of time or, or whatever, you know, and, and you lose that if you're doing a pre set interview on video, you know? Yeah, it's a pity. Um, mm-hmm. Would those, in general, would those people be older or is it a young population? Yeah, the age profile of our uh, candidate workforce would probably be sort of 30 plus, of course, 30 to 50 probably, yes. Because uh-huh. yeah. I'm thinking of young people now, they're, they're living in video. Oh, of course, uh, yes, like of course. Snapchat and all these other apps. I know. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, funny videos. you say that, just as a small sidebar, um, my son, I had a sore back the other day and my son said to me, it could be your L4 vertebrae, mommy. And, um, now he's 12 and I says where the hell did you get that and he said I was watching it on YouTube and that's just he's getting medically educated because of YouTube you know, uh-huh. incredible, isn't like, it? Uh-huh. It's amazing. So the yeah. education system needs to completely. <laughs> yeah, it, that is so true. You know, I have a fifteen-year-old uh, who'll be doing his GCSEs next mm. the following year, and he comes home with homeworks and different things. And I constantly am saying, right, we, we're going YouTube, and it's a different way of learning. You know, and I'm yeah. sort of surprised that they haven't integrated that more yeah. into the education system. You know, and maybe it's budgetary constraints or, or different reasons, but there's so much information available to them uh, that's presented in an interesting and fun way that they can learn. A lot more now than maybe you know we were able to in our day you know so. no it's, it's no it's definitely changing but i think you're right it's uh, probably down to the commercial time it'll come of course it? yes uh-huh. Five, uh-huh. 10, 15, <laughs> but it, it, it will come uh-huh. so so businesses so there's obviously advantages and uh, for businesses to use a service like yourselves so oh, of course yes so essentially i guess that you know businesses utilize a company, a copy script, for example, uh, to do with uh, availability of resources in a short time frame for uh, and to give them flexibility. That's, I guess, the core thing. And a lot of the businesses that we work with don't can't access the skills that we can, and uh, don't have the expertise maybe in house for maybe short term projects, for example, that we would have. So typically, when somebody's, for example, working for us or working with us, they might be working on a project for six weeks. In Angola and they might be working then you know off for two weeks and then working somewhere else maybe in, in Dubai you know for, for another six weeks you know so it's the availability and the mobility of the talent that we have would be a key thing for our customers in particular generally speaking in terms of the recruitment space it's probably not too dissimilar it's about flexibility it's about cost it's about um, you know particularly maybe for smaller businesses not having an in-house HR function and stuff like that um, and then obviously the other part of our business which is a growing part of our business which is our subcontracting element um, you know gives our customer I guess a um, a broader opportunity to utilize a wider scope of the capability and expertise that we have in-house other than just 
general man part yeah. um and so there's there's loads of advantages mm -hmm. i guess to mm -hmm. to partnering with an agency totally. and uh, you know even companies large companies and we do deal direct with large companies with their own internal hr functions you know we're augmenting what they do as opposed to replacing what yeah. they do sure. and then they can concentrate more on on core hr as opposed to sort of the recruitment element you know we'd see the same actually mm -hmm. in, in our industry is that people have in-house uh, teams but we come in as experts to focus on some some little yes, area uh -huh, that they uh -huh. need a little bit of uh, help with and then but they continue so very interesting mm -hmm. subcontracting uh, yes, so uh -huh. tell, tell us more about this oh this my goodness yes <laughs> that was a strategic move at all uh, uh, but it has become one um, essentially we um, developed part of our business as a subcontracting business and yeah. um, really by accident i suppose oh. rather than by design and one of the countries in which we operate it's illegal to operate as a manpower provider unless you're a registered business in that that company in that country sorry and at the time you know it was an investment of maybe about a hundred thousand and um, we had a client that had a requirement and you know we just it took maybe the process would have made, maybe taken three to six months for us to get licensed as a business there and that came with loads of um other complications so um we went back to the customer and said look we can't do it however we can maybe do it in this particular way and they had to then subcontract part of their work to us Incredible. so that involved you know even just a even for us as a business looking at a different skill set in terms of hiring and capability and stuff like that mm -hmm. so um you know what typically would happen is a company and we would work with maybe an epc company mm -hmm. um uh, that has got a major construction project so that could be like say for example fleur mm -hmm. and they would get a major construction project and then they subcontract elements of that work and that could be an electrical package for example mm -hmm. so that could be the installation of all the electrical works for a major data center in holland just as an example so then we would look at the, that proportion of work and we would have to determine the materials that are required the work procedures that are required in terms of health and safety and um, quality instruction the environmental procedure uh, the manpower provide that's required to you know to complete the work and um, and then we put together a, a works package and a, a pricing model and stuff like that for that particular client um, and so that's a whole different ballgame it's incredible <laughs> but it, you know, it shows being flexible being there for the, for the client yes flexible uh, in mm -hmm. coming up with a solution that's actually well, opened up you know what it's it's interesting because that's one of the benefits of being a smaller business mm. you can be Make flexible yeah. you know obviously i worked for a much larger company at one stage and and whilst they were innovative and dynamic the larger we got the more difficult it was to to become agile yeah. i guess you know and the beauty about a small business is that if you particularly if you want the business and you need the business you become yeah. as agile as you can and um, and it was an interesting you know start for us into that type of work which has evolved and um obviously that's one of the areas we see our significant growth um over the course of the next three years because I can, I can understand the, the attraction of that you know coming in and solving a mini project for yes a, a exactly it's it's dealt with and then you've got the expertise yes and even you, you're involved in the materials and the, the whole, sort of whole lot project. yes uh-huh uh-huh the whole lot and we do that both on and offshore so we do so um what a know. flip in the business model as you say completely and, and yeah uh-huh completely and i'm sure there's not many uh companies out not many recruitment agencies certainly doing that you know and but again mm, probably right. part of that which fundamentally was part of our strategy i guess which is mm. where we can spot opportunity to add value to our customer and and that's a driver behind it as mm. well you know um so we definitely see plenty of opportunity for growth in that particular area very, you know very innovative it's really mm. good to see mm. Mm. so 
going forward then, so you've already spotted one opportunity and what, what's on the horizon? That's enough for I think, I, I, you know, I guess when we look at our business and as I say, we're sort of three years into a five year strategy, we were about to embark on a process of, um, you know, realigning that strategy in the, you know, for the, the five years post that to make sure that we're sort of still on track and, and some things have changed clearly, you mm -hmm. know, and, and some things need sort of further finessing, I guess, but, um, you know, it really is fundamentally is about growing the cost, the wallet spend as we would call it mm -hmm. with the customers that we have. So getting further embedded with the customers that we have, yeah. uh, growing within the geographies that we're currently operating in and developing out the, the range of services that we have, but still s staying within the industry sectors in mm -hmm. which we operate. Um, you know, as I mentioned at the start, we're doing some work out of the United States. We're quite unique in that where there's very few companies in Northern Ireland have what's called an E2 visa. Wow. Um, at the moment for um, hiring people in the United States so we can take people with a British passport and hire them into the United States for five years and so that's a significant market opportunity for us that it's we're going to yeah. develop further particularly that's, just with you yeah. know things the way they are um, in, in terms of the, yeah. the US at the moment yeah. and uh, we, we've done a couple of pilot projects um, for that which have been very successful so that's big area of growth for us and um, you know mainland europe will continue to grow we mm -hmm. hope and um yeah so and actually part of you know the development in terms of of online service offerings and, and stuff like that or the utilization of technology to support our business growth is really fundamentally mm -hmm. going to be very important in terms of helping that happen you know Incredible. and the, the the talent the talent pool and mm -hmm. uh, you get a lot of people from ireland mm -hmm. do you see it strengthening do you see it getting tougher uh, is it well is in actual fact education? you know um not really and I, this is an interesting thing mm. actually because um you know i personally would feel very much that in a lot of mainstream particularly grammar schools that i would be familiar with um they probably don't for whatever reason have the opportunity to um give a broad perspective of career opportunities mm -hmm. to pupils particularly at GCSE and A level yeah. year. So I would say definitely a lot of the grammar students are still focused, sorry grammar schools are still focused largely on you know medicine, dentistry, you know um, law etc etc and, and yet there's a lot of really interesting opportunities globally as you will know from having traveled abroad and yeah. worked abroad yeah. yourself and um, for a lot of our young people. So in terms of where we're at and the, the candidate pool that we would be utilizing that is an aging workforce. So there is this gap coming through that do not understand the opportunities um, that, that there are out there in the marketplace. Um, obviously there's sexy industries, you know, you, you know, like media and, and yeah. marketing and it's still very attractive to people. And you probably sure. ask, you know, I would say eight out of nine or eight out of 10 people under the age of sort of 16 now, what do you want to do? It'd be a YouTuber. Oh, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you know, so it. that's, um, Break your heart, yeah, probably. I know. So they don't necessarily want to be a footballer anymore. Yeah, um, so, you know, that's, that in itself is the education of a young workforce come potential workforce coming through is going to be critical. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's a big challenge for some of our customers and you know, that again, but that's one of the reasons why they look to, uh, you know, a, a company such as ourselves because our reach is much broader than they maybe typically would have, you know. Incredible. So, mm -hmm. uh, so we need to educate the, the schools and the That's it. Yes, uh -huh. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh -huh. so, so if anyone wanted to find out more about your company or see opportunities that you might have, sure, where, yes. uh -huh. where should they go? Basically, our first point of reference is, of course, our website. Um, so that's www.copiusgroup.com. Mm -hmm. um, but they can find us on Twitter, Facebook, 
um, and all the sort of usual um, sort of social media channels. Right. Yes. And if they look underneath this video, we'll have all the live links. And if it's an article, uh, de definitely. Uh, absolutely. Uh, live yes. links as uh -huh. well. So yes. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for coming in today and telling us about the the Copious Group and what you're doing and how exciting the the industries that you work mm -hmm. in are. So mm -hmm. thank you very much for that. No much appreciated. Thank you. And thank you for watching uh, Profile Three TV today. It was it was a very educational. Um, uh, discussion today again I'm, I'm learning every day uh, hopefully you enjoy the, the video content uh, do check out the links below and this is Kieran from Profile Tree the content marketing agency uh, coming to you from the innovation factory in Springfield Road in Belfast stay tuned and don't forget to check out tomorrow's video uh, we'll talk soon thank you bye bye